tell you one thing, if another green man pops out of me, I'm shooting first and asking questions later. They're coming to get you, Barbara. You are on the verge of destroying the entire universe. You're listening to Creeps in the Night with Sam and Logan. <laughs> Welcome everybody to episode 11 of Creeps in the Night. Sit back, relax, and stuff your face with your favorite junk food. I'm Logan Marks. I'm Sam Baxter. We haven't uh, talked with each other for a while I since know. we've been doing all those interviews. I know. It's been a couple about a month, you know. Things have been busy, a lot of work. How, how you been? Everything going okay with you? Oh, I'm still alive. That's good. The... the the world tried to kill me, but I came back. All came right. back furiously. All right. That's good. I'm glad. You've been watching anything good? Like any good sk- Last month was Halloween. You know, it's a lot of good shit. Did you either watch any good shows or anything? Any movies? You know, there, I don't think there's really anything that great that they make now. I know. So I just went and got the classics. I went down and I watched uh, uh, The Thing. which one of, that's The John one Carpenter movie? Yeah, the John Carpenter movie. Oh, such a good movie. One. Not the original, original, the black and white one, but the the one. From yeah, the yeah, 80s. the one from like nineteen eighty three or eighty four. Yeah, yeah, that was good. I watched that one's one of my favorite. One of the, I think, one of the best. It was so good. Ever made. It was so good. And then I watched the uh, the first Alien, another classic, and that was really good. It's it still holds up. Like you can watch it. Yeah, the only thing that and feels even, dated is the computer. Remember when they're yeah, talking to mother? Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It's like <laughs> that's the only part that <laughs> feels dated. It's all like the green matrix screen that they have yeah. on there. And you're like, but you know, you just watch it and you still like. I don't know when I watch it, I still look at it and I'm still like, okay, like maybe you know, still the computers good. don't. Yeah, don't really. I guess because everything's so gritty still, so it still feels like it's a real environment. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like, like like Star Trek where everything looks like cardboard. You know, where everything's all supposed to be nice and clean. Yeah, and perfect. Perfect. Yeah. You know, this feels like a, like a shipping, like it's technology that I'd probably have it at work. Exactly. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. It's like poor man's technology and you're just Yeah, for like all, all dated stuff because the, the boss doesn't want to fucking pay yeah. for the new computer. Yeah, so they just have this still old running, shit. Still running Windows XP even though they, they stopped supporting <laughs> that in like 2013. It's like, it's I swear, I just some places when I go to places and I look at the machine, I'm like, Are you running Windows XP? And like, Yeah. <laughs> I was like, That was a really good XP was good. And they're like, Yeah, it was really good. I was like, Fuck, it's too bad. Yeah, well, yeah that was one of the better it ones. It was. XP was really good, but we won't get into so that. I'm, I'm running 95 still. Just, you know, yeah. just keep it real. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, the Alien was, was really good. It was really good aesthetics. It was really like, it was the creepy factor was good. Like when the guy was chasing yeah. for the cat, remember? And, yeah, and, and those yeah. chains are hanging there, and oh god, it was, it was just so such a good movie, such really well done, good storyline, led to a good franchise. Did you watch the sequel? Sequel was just as good, I think. Yeah, Aliens. Oh well, it all started because like um, Netflix had this show where uh, the movies that made us. Okay. And it's it's basically a, a show where they they go like behind the scenes of all the movies that were like in the eighties and, okay. and stuff. I, I, I really like, cause you know, it talks about how, you know, all the, all the troubles that they had on set and mm-hmm. all the actors and how they, you know, how, how they were and they do some interviews and stuff. And they did a lot of those, they did a lot of movies like the, like the Terminator, mm-hmm. um, um, Robocop was on it. it was, those are so good it's movies. pretty, yeah, and I really loved watching it because like like every time I watch it, I'm like, "Fuck!" Now I gotta watch that movie. Gotcha. Um, so like, yeah, I started watching that, and they they talked about Halloween, and I was like, "I mean, you know what? I've never even seen the original Halloween." You really? Ne- you hadn't? I've never seen it. Oh shit! 
Um, titties when at I was the a kid, I really. Yeah, because when I was a kid, huh? It was the, 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 his sister's titties at the beginning. He's looking in the keyhole <laughs> before he kills her. <laughs> it's the best part of the movie. No, I'm just joking. But, but yeah, because I've never seen it ever. Like, because um, when I was a kid, I really wasn't big into watching horror movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't start really watching them until I got like, you know, started becoming an adult, and then. So I just never got around to watching it. Yeah. But when I saw um, how they made it and everything, it was really interesting because it was like such a low budget. And yeah. William Shatner mask. It, <laughs> yeah. It was basically, yeah, they went and got like a $12 mask that they, they bought at some costume place. Yeah. And, and, and you know. Hey, it was good. It was just kind of amazing. The, the way they, they, it was like a lot of, like a family event and it was done so cheaply and, and they made so much money. I from know. That's, those are the ones that, they, those are like the, the, you know, the golden ticket movies, you know, where it's like, we, we did it for pennies and made millions, you know? Yeah. But it was just interesting. So like when I watched that, I was like, man, maybe I should start watching the old, old horror movies, you know, the, the ones that I grew up in mm-hmm. for this, this Halloween stuff. Cause a lot of the new ones aren't that great. They're trad, man. The, the, a lot of them now are jump scare is what they are. Like, yeah, it's all jump scares, and it's just a bunch of CG stuff. Yeah, I don't like that. And yeah, when it just—I don't know—it just doesn't. <laughs> doesn't it just doesn't feel, feel the same. No, it does not. Like because everything doesn't 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 have any weight to it. You know, when, they, when the when the creatures are there, it's it's all CG. So you know, it's hard. It doesn't feel like it's in the room. It's like mm-hmm. like, like with the anime with the with the puppets and shit that they used back then, or uh-huh. you know how they use it. I, like everything felt like it was there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The Xeno, the Xenomorph and Alien was there, and I was like, "Holy shit, that thing's creepy!" Like, I mean, it was really well done. The mouth inside the mouth. Remember that? It was just yeah, it was just whoosh, you know, like just chomping at you. It was like, "Fuck, man!" Like, what kind of fucking thing just wants to just eat and kill everything? Like, fuck them! Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like you really felt like you really felt like you were kind of there. Like the anticipation. They would build up from the running and trying to get away. You, you kind of felt it, right? Yeah. Versus, versus yeah. movies now, it, it doesn't feel so much. You know, like I said, you, they might be investigating. Of course, they leave all the lights off, and you know they don't turn on any lights when they're investigating an area. And then, of course, you know the cat jumps out and it's a real loud, loud violin. You know, and yeah, tries to scare you. It's like, oh, like fuck this. Like, so like the fog. Do you remember that movie, The Fog? Another, I do remember the fog. That's another one I should have watched. Yeah, another though. Carpenter movie. And the old fog was good. They remade it like in two thousand six or something like that. And that was just trash. Like, I like I remember, I remember the one watching it. I just couldn't. Yeah, I remember the one in the eighties being actually pretty good. It was good. You know, again, like you said, everything was there. It was not CGI. There was no, uh, you know, fake. You know, creatures there. I mean, it was all. You know, they were they were in the room. They were there. People were getting killed. And, you know, the fog was was taking over, you know, the areas and just wiping people out. I mean, it was it was good. It was, it was what's not to like, you know, it was just it was good and creepy and the suspense was there, the thrill was there. I mean, you well, you know, that that's what you want in a horror movie, I think. I mean, maybe I'm just too old-fashioned, but you know, I I feel like a lot of these newer ones when you like you try and watch them, I just like I don't watch them anymore. I love horror movies, and I don't watch any of these new ones anymore. Like they have a bunch of them, like on HBO and stuff, The Conjuring and stuff, and mm. yeah. I, I just find them like honestly just little like lacking, and I find them boring. Yeah, 
people. The first Conjuring I did enjoy. That was one I I, I, thought I saw was that one. Good. I, yeah, okay, that one wasn't too bad. But I didn't. I never. Felt, I never watched the other ones. And then a lot of people. And I don't usually go by yeah. people's words, but a lot of people would tell me it wasn't very good. And I just haven't felt like watching them. Like they didn't look. Yeah. Interesting. I tried watching the. Yeah, I tried watching the second one. I just couldn't get into it. It was just too. It just. It just felt. Did did feel like a. It didn't feel like the first one. Mm-hmm. Like it was just like they just like were just it was just a money grab. Okay. They have a to few me, of them, don't they? Like. Don't they have a few? few yeah, there's like f- there's like four or five of them. <laughs> oh man. Because I because I remember the reading the book on the people that were that it was based on. Mm-hmm. These like demonologists or they would go around and they had like the like this basement full of all these like these cursed objects and oh yeah yeah dibic boxes like and doll- dolls yeah yeah. Because I remember like that 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 doll that that they made another movie I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, Annabelle. Um, Annabelle, was, that one. Annabelle, yeah, but it was actually supposed to be a Raggedy Ann doll. Uh, yeah, yeah, I remember that one. I remember that story. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. This just it, it's hard to find good movies. So did you watch anything else? So how did you like? Okay, so you saw the thing. You enjoyed it. Uh, the fog. Did you watch that one? No, no, not the fog. I'm sorry. Um, aliens. The mist. A- alien. The mist. Yeah, yeah, aliens. Aliens. The, the second sequel aliens, was aliens, and then the mist. And then I watched the the mist. That's the Stephen King one, is, right? Yeah, and that one's that one was like not as that was in the 80s one. No, that no, more of a, <laughs> that was that wasn't that was like bad. 2000. Yeah, that was early 2000, right? Mid 2000s. Yeah, that one I really enjoyed. Well, I remember enjoying it when I first saw it because it was just like it was it was just really. It was really dark. Even the ending is fucking. Oh man, that was yeah, <laughs> like super dark. Yeah, I'm like holy shit. <laughs> the ending was pretty fucked up, wasn't it? Yeah, and I was like, oh man, that's that's uh, a that's, that's what you dark. want. That's yeah. what I want. Where yeah. everyone fucking fails at the end. <laughs> like the hot chick doesn't get away. You know, everyone fucking dies. You yeah, know? <laughs> there's like yeah, there's there's no there's no uh, chance of ever. There's no winners. Out. Even though he survived, yeah, no winners. Yeah. Even though he survived, he's still <laughs> fucked. You know, he's, he's he's forever fucked. I know. That one. Uh, did you watch a series on that? I know they had like a, a series for like one year, but I didn't watch it. Did you watch that at all? No, I heard it wasn't as good, so I was just like, ah, I don't want to, because I really liked The Mist. Mm-hmm. It was good, and I didn't want to. I didn't. I didn't want to mess it up with the with the series. Yeah. I I think if the series would have went on for like you know a few years and had an actual ending, I probably would have watched it. But I'm not mm-hmm. a fan of watching a series that that gets canceled after a year or two, you know, with no ending. I, I those, yeah, I, I don't want to invest my time into that. But okay, so you saw those two movies. Anything else? So what did you think about Halloween? You said you hadn't seen it. Uh, it I watched it about halfway. Uh-huh. It's too dated <laughs> and then for I you. Got bored because it, yeah, it was just too dated. It was too slow. Gotcha. Uh, compared to the other movies, it just felt like. It felt slow. I mean, it was it was like it, it, seven, it late seventies, yeah, which is which is good. Yeah, like which is good. But you know, like my my attention span is like really fucking short now. So yeah, everybody's is. Uh, I bet you're on your phone and, while you're watching it too. <laughs> well, I tr- yeah, I I tried watching these. I tried watching all of them without the phone. Oh fuck! Um, but luck. that was but that one was Halloween was the one that I was like halfway through. I was like, uh, I'm just gonna play on my phone. Gotcha. I haven't seen I haven't like seen I said, that one for a while. Like I've never seen that one before, so I had no nostalgia for it. Gotcha. So that's probably one of the reasons why I didn't. Yeah, you know, it, it didn't yeah, no really... problem turning it off. Yeah, so I was like, eh. And then I thought I'd watch something more recent mm-hmm. since it was Halloween. So I watched the uh, Malignant. Malignant. Which one's that one? 
It's on HBO right now. It's a uh, this uh this girl. She I don't, I can't really explain it without giving it away. She has this like a. Uh, it's hard to explain without giving away the 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 story, because there's like twists in it. She she um. She basically has a twin that's attached to her. Okay. And, and when you watch it, you find out that she's basically both of them at the same time. Oh, I, what? I probably I gave yeah. It's it's like it's supposed to be more of a plot twist type like. No, it's supposed to be more like a they're a parody of a horror movie. <laughs> oh, it is. Yeah, because it's so it's like so over dramatic and 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 the the carry the the monster's so weird. Like you're just just over the top. It's over the top. Yeah, and it's I I liked it. <laughs> okay, I, I really enjoyed it. Okay, that's good. Uh, so yeah, it was it was a uh, pretty entertaining. There was a lot of a. Uh, it's it's there's a lot of gore in it and it's just like over the top acting and and the the special effects are are fucking crazy. I I I really I really like what they did with it. It was it was it was worth watch, especially because it's on HBO. So so it was, it was good quality. You know, it was like well done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it makes me when you said like it was well done and stuff. Like I keep thinking, of, did you remember the movie Hobo with the Shotgun? Did you ever see that one? <laughs> I remember seeing parts of it, yeah. You're just like, you just wipe it. There's all kinds of gore and shit. You're just wiping people out left and right. He <laughs> just, just like tied them in one shit. And yeah. It was like, all right. You're like, I, I can get behind this. It's like not great. It's like low, super low budget, but it was like super gory. And it wasn't like hostile type glory where they're trying to really gross you out, you know, where it's like, oh, yeah. let's see how far we can push the envelope, you know. But. Yeah, it's just a lot of blood. Yeah, it was just like, oh like, yeah, like I fucking love this. This is what movie should be, you know. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's, it's just it was just a fun, fun uh, slash. Yeah, those those are good. Movie. Kind of like grindhouse type yeah, movies. Those, yeah, those those are fun to watch, especially like around this time or around Halloween. Yeah, God, we should have Halloween twice a year, and that'd be I'd like that. That's actually not a bad idea. I know. I, I like that. Idea. I mean, we have fucking Valentine's Day. We have Mother's Day. You know, we have. You know, birthdays, you know, all that or, shit. Or call it something else, like uh, National Spooky Day. Something, yeah, man. Something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, work with, work with us. You know, there's a lot of fans out there. I'm sure a lot of you listeners would like that. I would, I'd like that. All right, so we should probably get going. Uh, so before we get into the scary, we're going to do a little of the funny. So we'll be back with the Weird Wild News. Thank you for everyone for sticking with us. We got this first one here. Um, so in Florida, of course, since police report, there's been a domestic taco battery. So what taco is that? Taco battery? Yeah, taco battery, <laughs> man. We all love tacos. But Brayden Langford, 20, was arrested late Saturday evening for allegedly striking her mother in the head with two thrown tacos inside the family's residence in the Tampa Bay area. First of all, I think it's a crime to throw tacos, man. Like that's a crime, but yeah, that's a that's a waste of good. food. It is, man. That's good food. Unless it's Taco Bell tacos. In. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but according to the arrest affidavit, Langford and the fifty-year-old victim were arguing about the cleanliness of the house. 
and Lankford became upset and threw the two tacos from the dining room. The tacos struck the victim in the head as she was sitting on the couch. When the cops arrived at the home in Largo, in Largo, the victim had food debris all over her and the couch and the back of her shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it was fucking, like it was all shrapnel. <laughs> Make it sound like it's all, like gun shrapnel. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> in, her, in her head. There's remnants of taco everywhere. It was a disgusting sight. <laughs> <laughs> so cops said that Langford admitted to the taco tossing, but says she did it out of frustration, did not mean to strike her mother. Langford's mother was not injured by the airborne tacos which are not further described in the affidavit. So we don't know how bad the tacos look after that. But Lankford was charged with domestic battery and misdemeanor and booked into the county jail. She was released from custody yesterday morning on a $100 bond. So you can't, judges order her to stay away from her mom. So yeah, judge is probably pissed off. She threw tacos too, but <laughs> that's just funny. Like, yeah, there's tacos everywhere. It was like, a, it was a real crime scene. <laughs> <laughs> the scene was so horrible. There's tacos everywhere. Dang, yeah. taco fight. <laughs> so I got a story here. So a naked man was rescued from inside a wall of a historic theater after hiding in the building for several days. What? <laughs> so, Sir- yeah, Syracuse firefighters respond to the landmark theater on Friday morning after the employee heard a man yelling for help and called 911. So the unidentified <laughs> 39-year-old man got into the building Tuesday and managed to get into a crawl space uh he stayed there for for like two days before he fell into a space in the wall in the men's bathroom and became trapped oh uh so the firefighters had to drill a hole in the wall (laughs) use a fiber fiber optic camera to find his location and so they had to cut through a layer of the drywall and the structural clay to free him (laughs) (laughs) why was he naked (laughs) Uh, I don't know, because he wasn't naked when he went in, so maybe he was, like, just relaxing, getting naked. Damn. He got too hot in the wall or something? Fuck. That's <laughs> weird. <laughs> they think he might have entered, like, if, like, a homeless person entered to keep warm. Yeah, that's true. And he ended up getting trapped in the building. But I don't know why he was naked, though. <laughs> I know, that's so weird. <laughs> I got this next story here. A dispute over a borrowed sex toy ended with a Kentucky woman stabbing her male cousin with a kitchen knife according to cops who arrested the alleged assailant on multiple criminal charges. Police were dispatched late last month to a home in the city of Corbin after the occupant, Crystal Denham, called 911 to report that she had stabbed a relative. The the 33-year-old Denham told officers that Michael Barton had, quote, come to her residence and they had gotten into an argument over a sex toy, unquote, according to the, the the court citation. Specifically, Denham added she had borrowed it and wanted and he wanted it back. So so I guess the sex toy was his. Was <laughs> <laughs> it a dildo? I don't know. Sadly, the sex toy in question is not further described in the citation, which identifies Barton as Denim's cousin and neighbor. So so Denim claimed that after she told Barton to get off her property, he grabbed her by the elbow. Denim said she then used a kitchen knife in her hand to stab him. But she didn't think she even drew blood. So, Barton. Oh, so it's okay. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> so, Barton cops report suffered three minor cuts on his arm and back. He confirmed that the pair had gotten into an argument over the sex toy and added that he that <clears throat> he went to leave when Denim began acting crazy. So, she got charged with the felony assault as well as menacing, disorderly conduct, and resisting arrest. So, these are all misdemeanors, and she's got locked up. Man, I don't know. Like, why would you. 
lend a sex toy to somebody, especially your cousin. You know? Why would you borrow one? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and I know. <laughs> Like and then and then like you get all hooked on it, you know. It's like it's, it's like you don't want to give it up now. Like you can't get your own. Like I don't know. Oh, it's, maybe, well, it's tough times, man. The, the, the pandemic and all, and it is but people losing jobs. Maybe she just couldn't afford one. Could not. Yeah, it might not have been able to. But shit, man, give it back. Like he needs that sex toy too. <laughs> <laughs> well, it just makes you wonder what kind of sex toy. I know. It was. I was wondering a, too. A man and a woman. So. Was it like a? It was like, like a, a butt, butt plug. plug or something. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm curious. I want to know what it was too, but I couldn't find. I was like, uh, <laughs> I know that's that's funny though. He let her borrow it. She won't give it back, and it turns into a stabbing event. Jesus. Well, so have you've got your uh, vaccine shot, right? Mm-hmm. Well, if you were in Austria. Um, and you got a vaccine shot, you were would be able to uh, go to a brothel and they'd give you a thirty minute session with a sexual sauna club. No shit. With the lady, with the lady of your choice, <clears throat> if you get the vaccine. Can I get multiple vaccines and just keep going in? <laughs> what for each arm? I don't, I don't. <laughs> wow. So the brothel said the project was started on November first. Uh, is part of a drive to increase revenue as or. Increase revenue after a fall in the number of clients because of the low vaccine rates. <laughs> oh, nice. So only about 65% of Austrians are fully vaccinated, and those who have not had the jam are bare, are barred from restaurants, hotels, uh, dressing rooms, salons, and large public events. So they did this uh, so they can kind of up the, up the vaccination rate. Mm-hmm. But you get... Yeah, so you get a get some get some sex, huh? Conjugal visits. You get well, it's like it's just a sauna club, so you get to sit in the sauna for thirty minutes sessions with a lady of your choice. Yeah, but what does that mean? Do you, you get so, like a blowjob uh, or something? It doesn't really say. I, I guess maybe maybe you get like a, some heavy petting. I don't. I don't, Shit. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, I can go to the park and get that from some creepy guy. You don't need it from there. <laughs> Man. Oh well. I don't know. I'd I'd rather hit it from the ladies in the hot. I know, I know. So would I. I. Damn. I I just kind of wonder what that entails. It sounds like a good deal. Where's this at? Yeah, I would. I mean, shit. I got the magazine anyway, so I might as well. Yeah, you might as well enjoy it. You know, you said you said Austria, like a. Yeah. Hmm. I need to go to Austria soon. Think of trips in get order. Your, here. Get your get your booster. Yeah, get your booster shot. Austria, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Yeah. <laughs> Never been there before. All right, that sounds good. All right, so we're gonna take a break. When we come back, we'll do five minutes of creepy. See you guys in a little bit. And we're back with five minutes of creepy. Here's the story called Gary's Church of the Kraken. My cousin Alonzo and I pulled into the parking lot of an old stone church. The place looked abandoned, and we were surprised when we saw people actually walking into the place. Alonzo had spent most of his life getting into trouble. A little too much trouble, he would say, after he ended up in prison. But he was out and was doing his best to walk what he called the righteous path. He talked me into going into 
what I thought was a cult meeting. But he showed me the flyers, and I thought it was a joke, but Alonzo was dead serious. I've heard of this group before. They call themselves Gary's Church of the Kraken. Yeah, it's weird, and they worship some sort of giant sea creature, but is it any different than believing in a carpenter who will come back from the dead and save our souls from what is basically himself? I've met a few people that have changed their lives because of this cult. It seems as though it made their life better. Alonzo wanted faith in his life, and even though I wasn't about that shit, I was going to support him. All of a sudden, sounds of dolphins blast from my phone, and Alonzo was compelled to ask me why I have such a strange ringtone. I explained to him that the girl I'm dating has an amazing body, but when I talked to her, she sounds like a dolphin, loud and squeaky, and she was so needy, and, and she won't stop calling me. When he asked why I didn't just block her number, I showed him a picture of her, and he understood. We both laughed. We sat down in the back of the church and scoped out the area waiting for the event to start. Although I've seen most of these people before, they all seemed different. They were old bums I've seen begging for change in the past, were all dressed in suits and seemed more coherent. Not the rambling crazies that I've seen in the past. Maybe there was something to this church, I thought. All of a sudden the place became quiet and a grey bearded gentleman, dressed like Captain Ahab, stepped up to the pulpit and began to preach. Praise the old gods, he yelled. Long live the Kraken, the churchgoers yelled back. You see, I love the Kraken, and he loves me. I know I've been there. I've had that feeling, that sense of emptiness inside. I long for something more. You see, I traveled the oceans and seas for answers. I was nothing until I experienced the Kraken inside me, the preacher says as he moves around the pulpit, walking into the crowd. Now that void in my life is no longer. It is now free from those evil temptations that once plagued my spirit. I am free from weakness, he yells as he zeroes into a lady in the crowd. He proceeds to pull her from the crowd and announces to everyone what a dirty whore she was before she was cleansed. He told her story about all the men she was sleep with, giving away her self-respect for all the attention. It didn't matter if it was good or bad. She swelled up in tears and agreed everything that he had said. He looked into her eyes and kissed her on the forehead and proclaimed that, through the power of the Kraken, she was a changed woman. The rest of the congregation stood up and cheered, clapped and danced to the music blasting in the background. You see, my friends, they have let the power of the old gods cleanse them, and now they are a testament to his power. Now the choice is up to you. Do you want to be better? Do you want that void filled with his love? You can have it. You just gotta let it in. The preacher yelled to the crowd as they cheered again. I looked at Alonzo and he seemed mesmerized by all the hijinks. I had a feeling that Captain Ahab had caught his white whale. The sermon went on for a little longer with weird readings from strange texts I've never heard of, long-winded testimonies and singing, and when it ended we headed for the table that was full of snacks and drinks in the back of the church. I figured I sat through the craziness, I deserve at least a chocolate chip cookie. We stood by the food table, stuffing our faces. Most of the congregation had left when the preacher approached us. So, uh, you boys enjoyed the service, he asked. Alonzo nodded with his mouth full of cookies. I pop a grape in my mouth and tell him how I thought the show had a lot of energy, but it wasn't really my thing. I take it you're not one for the words of God, the preacher says. No, not really. I find religion hypocritical and honestly a little foolish, I tell him. Alonzo swallowed his cookie and nudges me, don't be rude. No, no, it's okay, the preacher says as he puts his hand on Alonzo's shoulder. See, 
We don't really see our little organization as a religion. We find ourselves to be more of a family. It's more of a friendship with the Kraken. We are merely hosts for his love, he explained. Alonzo smiles and says, I get that. I've been lost my whole life. You people seem to have figured something out. I can't understand people wanting more in their lives, but it doesn't come to... I can understand people wanting more from their lives, but it doesn't come from belief. It's something that comes from growth of character. And I don't think you need any kind of God for that. I don't really think joining a cult is the answer, I retort with a skeptical tone. The preacher becomes visibly upset and raises his voice. We are not a cult. Alonzo and I react in shock. The preacher realizes his emotional outburst and regains his composure and says, I can see you have some doubts, brother, but we're not here to force or pressure. We just want people to have an open mind. The fact that you two are even here shows that you are willing to at least listen to what we have to offer. The preacher grabs two cups of Kool-Aid from the table and hands them to us, then grabs one for himself. He raises his cup and says, let's have a toast to open minds. We all take a drink and Alonzo compliments the refreshing flavor of the cherry. He stumbles back and drops his cup and then falls to the floor, knocking over the food table. I try to reach for him and realize that I'm finding it hard to move my legs. I look over to the preacher and he has a giant wicked grin on his face. The room darkens and I swear I can see small tentacles seeping out of the corner of the preacher's mouth. And as I fall to the ground, I can't get past the fact that we were literally drinking the Kool-Aid. I wake up and realize that both Alonzo and I are tied to chairs. I can hear footsteps pacing behind us when the voice of the preacher asks, Did you sleep well? Both Alonzo and I start screaming profanities and jerk around trying to break free from the restraints with no luck. Now, now, boys, let's stay rational and calm, the preacher exclaims. We begin to settle down, realizing that we are trapped. Let us go, you son of a bitch, I scream. He walks out in front of us and stands there inspecting us. You boys are in no danger. All I'm asking is that you listen to what I have to offer, and when I'm done, I can set you free. I promise that you will leave here with something greater than yourselves. I've only taken these measures because the tale I'm about to tell you may seem very far-fetched, and I don't want to lose you in the absurdity of this account. Alonzo and I look at each other, uncertain what to do. So, if we listen to your stupid story, you'll let us go, I ask? The preacher nods his head, and we both look at each other for a second, and in unison say, Let's hear it, asshole. The preacher slams his hand on the small table next to him in excitement and says, Praise the Kraken! Now, boys, you see, we've been around in this forum for less than five years. Our congregation has taken many forms beyond that time frame. In our history, our kind have done what it takes to survive. You see, our, our species is what you would call a parasitic life form. You see, in order for us to thrive, we need a host. And that is where you guys come in. Alonzo yells out, Are you trying to invasion of the body snatcher us? The preacher smiles. He signals to someone behind us to bring something over. As he says, I know, it sounds crazy, but it's true. A large man rolls in a cart with a large jar in it. Inside the jar is a small squid-like creature floating around in green liquid. The preacher taps on the jar and says, This here is Brother Gary. His last host died. Unfortunately, your species' brains don't last as long as other creatures we've uh, improved. Your bodies, under the stress of hosting, usually only last maybe a good seven years. So it's time for Brother Gary here to pick a new host. 
and the one he favors is going to have the opportunity to have him crawl up their nasal cavity and place himself right around the frontal lobe. And when we're done, you'll be able to walk right out of here. Oh, fuck no, both Alonzo and I scream as we struggle to get out of our chairs. The preacher yells at us to calm down once again and places his ear to the jar and says, What's that, Gary? The ugly one? You got it. The preacher slides up next to Alonzo and grabs Alonzo's head to hold him down. What the fuck? Why am I the ugly one? Alonzo screams. The preacher reaches over and slowly grabs Brother Gary from the jar and proceeds to place it on Alonzo's face. Just as he does, my phone goes off and the dolphin ringtone plays loudly, filling the room full of dolphin sounds. The preacher all of a sudden becomes extremely frightened, dropping Brother Gary to the ground. He shrieks and places his hands over his ears. A black liquid begins to spray out of his mouth and he flails around. While doing so, he knocks over the chair I'm in with such force it breaks and loosens one of my hands. I'm able to quickly untie myself and rush over to Alonzo and untie him as the preacher continues to flail around the room. The ringtone suddenly stops and the preacher quickly comes to his senses. He sees us free from the chairs and gives off a blood-curling scream and charges at us. He tackles me to the ground and sits on top of my chest. He opens his mouth and reveals small tentacles that reach out to get me. I try to push him off, but he's too strong. I can feel the slimy tentacles slapping against my cheek, trying to push themselves into my mouth. And just as the creature is about to slide out of the preacher's mouth, Alonzo hits him over the head with a chair, knocking him out. We both got to our feet and ran for the door. We ran down the hallway trying to find the way out, and every member of the cult we confront hear the dolphin sounds and begin screaming while they desperately try to block out the sound by covering their ears. As we pass by them, we beat them senseless and keep moving on to the next encounter. After what feels like eternity, we make it to the main church floor where the preacher had gave his sermon earlier. Alonzo abruptly stops and notices candles next to the door and grabs one and lights the curtains on fire. Whatever it was made of was not fire resistant because it lit up like a gas soaked rag. We run outside and jump into our car and drive off as the building burns, lighting up the night sky. We luckily escape with our lives. And I learned two things that day. I think all religion is crazy and between me and Alonzo, I'm the good looking one. All right, we're going to take a break, and when we come back for our main topic, we're going to be doing current conspiracy theories. We'll see you in a little bit. So tonight's topic, we're going to talk about some current conspiracy theories. So I mean, Everybody likes a good conspiracy. Right? I know I do. It's entertaining. Some of them I can, you know, I can kind of relate to. I well, maybe one of them was sports. That's why. But one of them right here. Do you know who Rapper Gucci Mane is? Rapper Gucci Mane? No. Yeah. So this is rapper. He's he's been in jail a few times, prison. So in 2014, Rapper Gucci Mane, he was convicted of two counts of firearm possession. You know, by a felon, a serious crime for which he 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 was going to get 20 years, but. He got he did two and a half years about, <clears throat> and you know and then he was released, but um, he was you know he, he he got out and what people were saying is when he went in he he's not like fat he was thicker right okay he he wasn't like mm-hmm. super fat right he wasn't like morbid or anything but he was bigger you know he had he had a tummy and stuff but when they came out he's a lot he's he's skinnier and there was some things changed with him now i understand the skinniness right because a lot of people when they go to prison 
you know, the, the, the food I hear is like really shit and people lose weight, right? Because they just don't get a lot of nutrients. They don't want to eat the food, you know, whatever reason. When he got out, what the conspiracy is, is that Gucci Mane, the person that got out is not the original Gucci Mane. It's a clone. So the reason why they say that is because, you know, during his time in prison, he lost weight. You know, he'd gotten in really mm-hmm. good shape. He expanded his vocabulary. Like he speaks actual like good, you know, Queen's English, basically, you know, you know he doesn't mm-hmm. sound, you know, trashy or Came anything. out British. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. He's all... And there was an ice cream cone facial tattoo that is no longer there. So, oh, you know, it's, tattoo's it's, gone. It's, yeah, solid evidence that the rapper had been cloned for reasons we don't know. So you know he, you know it's it's a big thing online and like tons of people are saying on Twitter and stuff like that that yeah he's this this ain't the real Gucci Mane like this isn't the guy that went in you know this the guy who went in was all ghetto this guy's like all clean and you know well well spoken eloquent and mm-hmm. you know he he's I guess he's he's pretty amused by it you know he he posted how long was what? he in jail just like two and a half years oh I guess that's enough time to change your uh oh yeah i mean he he lost 100 you know, pounds how you speak but, and all that. but but the thing about it is is like he he posts online like he 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 maintains like a strict no carb diet and strict exercise routine now when you're in jail like mm-hmm. i said like like you you see a lot of those shows there's not a lot for you to do there right you're not gonna just chill out and eat chips and watch tv right you're you know your, your meals are regimented and you know a lot of times they're not even any good and a lot of people do exercise there right because there's nothing else to do so I can understand. Well. I understand, and he also says he turned vegetarian when he got out, you know. But he's 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 posts about his weight loss plan. You know, he's got a weight loss plan, like a quick weight loss plan, and things like that. So I don't know. I I think I think what a lot of people are really turned off by or really surprised by is like how he speaks and like the tattoo. So the tattoo being gone, like hey, this this ain't him. This is a clone, and it's a poor clone. You know, it's not, like. You well, it probably wasn't even a tattoo. He had like a. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's all just marker. <laughs> I know. I don't know, but yeah, allegedly it's gone. So I I don't know what to say to that. I never really followed him. You know, I was like looking at pictures of him and stuff. I was like, okay, whatever. You know, anything can be twisted, right? But again, mm-hmm. like I said, first thing we're talking about Gucci Mane is a clone. So I guess they're cloning people in prisons now. So <laughs> be aware. I've never even heard of him. Yeah, he's he's a rapper. So. Whatever. So I got this next one here. So Pokemon Go. Remember Pokemon Go? Mm-hmm. Did Never you ever play that? that? Yeah, I played it for the summer when it came out that summer. Oh, that it? Fuck, everybody played it. I, I never <laughs> I never played it. I remember going to the park and all these fucking people walking around. Yeah. Like, I remember, like, I would drive around with, like, all hunting for Pokemon and shit. Oh, did you? I never did it. I never I never got into that. It was fun for, for a little bit. It got kind of repetitive, but it, it was fun at the time. Mm, okay so i remember that like i remember when it came out like everyone was playing it like you said you know a lot of people were playing it you know it was taking the world by storm but conspiracy theorists were freaking out because the parent company niantic they felt like they were assisting the new world order and spying on everyone so first of all the game is powered by google earth and the niantic founder john hankey was one of the founders of keyhole which was purchased by google to develop google earth Right, so see the connections here. Conspiracy theorists, you know, they're they're scared that Keyhole was partially funded by a CIA venture capital firm, right? So CIA's got their hands on this, right? If you're collecting all this data, 
we want to see what everyone's doing, right? So, same thing that Facebook and all these other fucking companies are doing, so. But the game's privacy policy acknowledges that data may be shared with law enforcement or government officials. And its default settings were initially accessing much more data, including contacts, photos, um, you know, more stuff than I guess a developer Niantic intended. Right? They, they said like, oh shit, we didn't mean for that to happen and we're going to fix the problem. But like other things that also it would, it would collect was what well, would attract users location, phone storage, Google account info, camera contacts, you know, and activity recognition. It was it was everything that you had on. It was watching. It was collecting. Mm-hmm. So, of course, the conspiracy theorists was also claim that since you use your camera when, you know, you're tracking the Pokemon, you know. The Pokemans can can spawn anywhere, right? People were going like to buildings, you know, businesses, private homes, right? You know, backyards. Remember, there were stories of people going into people's backyards, right? You yeah, know, trespassing like, and stuff. Yeah, trespassing and getting to places where they shouldn't. Yeah, but it, all of that was, I guess, you know, being collected, and you know, Niantic was taking all that data. Them and Google were taking all that data, right? They're basically getting inside people's homes. Without having to really, you know, spy on you. You were letting you, you know, provide all that information to them. So it all went into and the... I did. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. That's what, That was the whole thing, was that we're saying. And so uh, that's some of the conspiracies. That's what that's what Google um, Pokemon Go was. But Chinese bloggers were trying to block the game into the country, you know, because they, they were positive that it was employed by the U.S. and Japan to lake, locate all of China's military bases, right? They didn't want anybody playing it there because it would give away... You know, people would be showing and providing yeah, showing all the yeah, providing all the data <laughs> back to Google Earth all the information. Yeah, which is an American company, right? Um, also, though, <laughs> one of the theories was that Japan is using the game to spy on the U.S. and that Go, the the Geo and you know Pokemon Go was actually an acronym for Global Offensive. So, <laughs> so you know, that's it's all part of the conspiracy, man. It's funny that things like this, like, all if you read all the fine print on a lot of these games you play, it, they, they do all this shit, right? Yeah. You know, Facebook's been caught doing stuff like this, you know. Um, Google has been caught for, you know, being in cahoots with Facebook for stealing information, stealing phone calls, blah, 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 blah. It's all, as long as you have a cell phone, you're being tracked. So I don't know why people are freaking out about this. I mean, people are saying that TikTok's that way. I don't use TikTok. I don't know if you do, but the same because you know China owns it. It's uh, it, uh yeah, I got TikTok because everybody in everybody I fucking know has TikTok uh-huh. now. <laughs> Is it any good? So I gotta put it. Well, it's just, it's kind of like a what did that app used to be where you like had the seven Vine? second videos. Yeah, it's kind of like Vine, but I used to like Vine. I thought Vine was good. If if you liked Vine, you'd you'd probably like TikTok because it's but it's just a bunch of short, short short videos. Is that what it is? Yeah, you go from one and then you just go to another one and you go to another one. Okay. I hear there's a lot of like conspiracy stuff on there and a lot of people spreading you know a bunch of trash on there, but I don't know. Yeah, but that's on every. I, I know, every I know, I know. I'm just saying social that, media. That, that's the newest one that everyone's watching, right? That well, it's not new, but Facebook, I guess, is still a lot of shit like that. Anyway, we're, we're digressing. So next one, 2016 NBA Finals, they say were rigged. It was premeditated. So what happened? Really? Yeah, 2016 Cleveland Cavaliers. So the city of Cleveland hadn't won anything 
you know, the Cleveland city of Cleveland was like, you know, kind of like, you know, like a major sports, you know, when I'm talking major, I'm talking like MLB, you know, NBA, NFL, right. I'm not talking or hockey would be included in there, but I'm not talking like, I'm sorry, I'm not dissing WNBA, but you know, I, I meant like one of those main moneymaker type of sports, you know, those ones that I said, NFL and stuff like that, you know, Cleveland hadn't mm-hmm. won anything and they they had LeBron James and, you know, they were pretty good with LeBron the first time, but they never won the finals. They get swept, they'd lose, whatever. Second time LeBron came back, you know, they were happy. They were ecstatic for him because LeBron, you know, he's, he's a powerful player. He, he makes a, you know, he's a presence wherever he plays. So 2016, the Cavaliers had him. And they made a comeback, an improbable comeback in the, w, in the NBA Finals, in seven games to win the trophy. Right, good, good, you know, you know, lighthearted feeling, good story for the city. You know, it's it good for them. Everyone was happy, ecstatic, and not, you know, I'm happy for them. But that year, Golden State, defending champions, they had decimated the league. You know that they had, you know, best record. You know, in in, in like in NBA history. Uh, one of the best. It was right there, up there. There, um, they were. They were basically opposites, right? You know, Cleveland, the city had nothing. Golden State, popular, big time. So when the NBA, the thing that people were saying was a conspiracy was when the NBA posted the schedule for the Cavs Warriors uh, finals on Facebook. They did it before the final game of of uh, of um, Golden State playing. Um, Oklahoma City. So the Cavaliers had won their their series, the semifinals, and they were already in the finals. But Golden State was yet to win theirs, and they had already posted it. They had posted the schedule. So they had already had it like, hey, this is going to be – nobody wanted to see Oklahoma State versus Cleveland. They wanted Golden State and Cleveland. That was a big money maker, right? Everyone was into that. It was a big, huge thing. But they had they had posted it previously, and they, they – they deleted it, I guess, like maybe like within minutes. But you know, of course, people screenshot that shit, right? So everyone was like, "Oh shit, this shit's this shit's already you know planned, pre-planned." You know, they had already posted everything. So when the finals did start, Golden State won that game seven against Oklahoma, and they ended up playing Cleveland in the finals. And Golden State went out to a three-one series lead. You know, they were just kicking their ass, and I remember watching those games. But you know, um, Tim Donaghy, he was a he was a former NBA ref, and he served 15 months in prison for like wagering on games that he officiated. Right? He would he would decide the outcomes in games. Right? Call fouls, let plays go. Right? He was he was shady, and he he served prison time because he ended up getting caught. But he was saying the league is not going to allow you know Golden State to win this easily. They want Cleveland. They want to make it a series. So one of the big power forwards, Draymond Green. If people watch NBA, they know he was he's a big force. He ended up getting suspended one game, you know, because they said he was too physical. So that allowed Cleveland to scratch their way back in. There was lackluster officiating. So after being up 3-1, Cleveland came back and, and won 4-3. It was, like, pretty improbable. And, again, the city of Cleveland was happy. I'm not hating on them. I just remember it, it, was, it was pretty sketchy. But they, everyone feels like the, the game was, the conspiracy was, you know, it was already predetermined, and it was predetermined that they were going to give Cleveland the super, the championship. It was sometimes in sports, you know, everything's supposed to be by skill and just happening, but 
there's sometimes you watch games. I watch a lot of sports, and sometimes you watch games, and you feel like, fuck, this feels rigged. Like, this doesn't feel right. And I remember watching that. And, again, no disrespect to the Cleveland Cavaliers or their fan base, but I felt like that was kind of like a bullshit series. Like, Oh, really? Yeah, it was, it was kind of like when... Like in the late '90s, when the, the um, Major League Baseball, they all those steroids people were got caught juicing. Oh yeah. I'm yeah. sorry, sorry. When they when they when they went on strike in 1994, and then they came back the next year, everyone was pissed. A lot of the fans were mad. They didn't come back. They're like, "Fuck you guys! You know, you guys are greedy, you know, egotistical, whatever." So they lost a lot of the fan base. But the late, like four years later, that's when Mark McGuire started. He was really juicing, and Jose Canseco. Uh, sorry. Um, Sammy Sosa was juicing, and they were hitting all those home runs, and everyone was getting into it. And basically, you know, the it came out later that um, the commissioner knew all that was happening. All these guys were juicing because, like, Jose Canseco just narked on everybody. Like, yeah, they're juicing, they're juicing, I'm juicing. Fucking everyone's juicing in it. You know, it tainted the, the, the sport again. But, you know, it was it was one of those things where, you know, money will is what we want. We don't give a fuck about the fans. You know, if Golden State fans are pissed, fuck them. You know, <laughs> but yeah, I know I'm going on a tangent about this, but that was the whole, like I said, the whole conspiracy was that the league had already predetermined that Cleveland and Golden State were going to play before their series were, was wrapped up and, and they allowed it. Like I said, the disgraced ref who had been caught doing shit like that, he was like, nah, this is what's going to happen. And it basically did. That's like what he said was going to happen did. So again, who knows? So, okay, I got this other one here. So we all know. Remember who Prince was? Remember the the artist formerly yeah. known as Prince? Formerly known as Prince. Yeah. yeah. So he was involved. In, there's there's a lot of conspiracies, but the one I'm gonna talk about with him is he spoke about vapor trails. You know, like you know, you know chemtrails, right? You know how people. Yeah. Okay, so you know, people say that there's chemtrails that the governments, you know releasing toxins into the earth and it's basically affecting all of us but he used to talk about that the new world order the illuminati was trying to sicken us you know for whatever reasons right either alter our dna make us sick weaker you know kill us off prince used to talk about that you know he he talked about in some of his songs uh, on his song prince you know on on dreamer one of the songs of tells us three and there was also another uh conspiracy guy or a uh, country singer named merle haggard and he talked about that stuff as well, but they the conspiracy is that, that they were killed by the Illuminati with mm-hmm. a weaponized chem, chemtrail flu, which is a less violent version of that, what people say that we're getting every day. But they said that they were killed by that because they were talking against it, right? The Illuminati wiped them out, killed them. And they ended up dying, like, basically almost two weeks, 15 days apart from each other. But a lot of people say because they were talking about it, you know, they had to wipe them out. Oh man, these guys are, you know, they're onto us, right? <laughs> and they have a fan base, and they don't want people to be talking about that, right? It could be, um, it could be detrimental, right? To you know, they don't want anybody talking about, you know, what they what they're doing. So, I, I liked Prince. I thought he was a great musician. I don't know who Merle Haggard was. I don't listen to country music, but. Um, yeah, there's conspiracies about everyone's death nowadays. You know, everyone who's popular. You know, <laughs> you know, Michael Jackson had a bunch of them, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, it was, it was interesting. So I got this last one here that we'll talk about. It was uh, do you remember who John Benet Ramsey was? Yeah, that, was that little girl, right? Yeah, yeah. they'd been abducted. So they they think that Katy Perry is John Benet Ramsey. 
<laughs> oh, I've heard that one before. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, they, because, you know, they said that uh, her parents, JonBenet's parents, made inconsistent statements to police. And, you know, they, you know, that she had participated tons in beauty pageants. And, you know, a lot of people say that JonBenet was not murdered, but she grew up to become, you know, pop star Katy Perry. So they, they, they theorized that JonBenet's name, not her body, was sacrificed to dark forces in order for her to attain stardom, right? So the name had to die, yeah. right? But the, so she came back as Katie, and um, they're pretty sure that, that she's one and the same, that Katy Perry is, is JonBenet. And, you know, but Katy Perry hasn't, you know, hasn't commented on the theory. You know, she thinks, I guess... They think it might be too ridiculous that she won't, you know, respond to it. But again, the conspiracy theorists say like, "Hey, she's not responding. That makes her guilty, right?" Like, mm-hmm. yeah. It, it's I don't know if you saw last week, um, or was it last week or two weeks ago when in in Dallas where they were saying that uh, John John F Kennedy and John F Kennedy Jr. were going to come back and <laughs> we can show up and, and, and anoint QAnon. Trump like the king. Remember that? Yeah, the QAnon people were saying that. Did you see the yeah. picture of the guy that was allegedly John F. Kennedy Jr.? <laughs> <Man>. No. <laughs> so, oh man, this guy looks ragged and tough, rough, and it was it was like pathetic. Like what the fuck? And I remember like watching videos like on Reddit, like people were like, "Yeah, you know, there were people there. Yeah, we saw Robin Williams. You know, these are people there that the QAnon people they were saying that Robin Williams was there. You know, John F. Kennedy Jr. was there. John F. Kennedy Jr. died like 1999 in a plane crash, right?" Obviously, the father was killed, you know, back in, was that, 63? Uh, Something like that. Uh, it was just like, what the fuck? Like, I, I don't follow the QAnon conspiracies. Like, those are ones that I don't I don't really read about. But I was surprised hearing about that. I mean, I know some of these are, are pretty weird and pretty outlandish, but I feel like those ones... That, that, one, didn't, that one didn't make any sense I, It didn't all. jive. It's like why? Why are they all excited to go see that? And John F. Kennedy was a Democrat, right? Donald Trump's not. So it was like, why is, why would he anoint Donald Trump the king? It was, it was. I couldn't believe it. I could not believe it. There was a lot of people there. You saw the probably saw the footage, right? There was, but yeah, people. I, were, just, I just saw like a like a news yeah. article headline about it and i was like oh i'm not gonna go into that yeah i remember Fucking seeing that like cool. i said i remember a woman like saying yeah we saw robin williams i'm like oh my god like <laughs> like i said when they showed the picture of the guy that was supposed to be john f kennedy jr i was like oh fuck like <laughs> like i know i want to believe in things but stuff like that like fuck you like that's too stupid i'm sorry i could not i couldn't get into that so yeah, at some point you gotta just say, you know, like, eh, it wasn't true. Yeah, like, sorry, I can't believe that. Like, my my instinct that tells me this is bullshit is is gonna have to kick in. So okay, I'm looking at I, the picture I, of the the guy. And are you looks, looking at John F. Kennedy? <laughs> <laughs> he, he Did you looks see the nothing? Yeah. Yeah. Do you see the original and then him? Yeah. It's it's not even the same. Like the only the only thing like that's the same nose is, is different. Skinny and the white. That's it. <laughs> yeah. I, I like their facial structure is not even close to being no, the same person. No, but that's what I'm saying. People want to believe, right? People want to want things like that to be true. So, you know, how many how many times can you go to things like that where you finally say, you know what, I'm fucking wasting my time. Like, but who knows? Maybe never. 
the human yeah, will is hard pretty to, strong. Like they say, it, it, yeah, they say it's a, it's hard or it's easy to fool people, but it's even harder to, to get people to believe that, that they've been tricked. I know. Well, yeah, you don't want to, you don't want to, you know, feel like you have egg on your face, right? You, you, you yeah, want to believe what you I, were told. I'd rather just like okay. If I if I believe something and I was wrong, I'd rather just okay. I was wrong. Now I need to. I'd rather believe true things and than live in a fucking lie. Yeah, I mean, you and me both, my friend. But I just some people just want to believe things so bad that 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 you know you know. Con- you know, just uh, things that make sense just go out the window. You know, that everything. Yeah, that, I guess so. Yeah, it's just like I don't know that that one right there. When I when I when I saw those videos and I heard the people talking, I, I could not believe that John F. Kennedy and John F. Kennedy Jr. were going to come back. I was like, oh my gosh! Like, and the people there were just proud. You know, it's like, oh, what? Well, well, they came back. What did they think they were going to do? They were just they were going to anoint Donald or? Trump the king. He was gonna. They were gonna reinstate him <laughs> as president. King? Yeah, he was gonna be reinstated as as president. And as president. Yeah. Oh god, they've been. They say that like every month though. Well, that pillow guy does. Remember that John Lindell. Does he? Okay. Yeah. He. Yeah. Um, well, remember he was the one that was saying that. Um, that Trump was gonna be reinstated. I think it was like August six or something, and he had all this data showing that that. Um, that the election was rigged, and then when he had his his meetings, like even like some of the people there was like, man, he didn't show anything. Like a lot, a lot of people who who believed him, like not you know they were like, man, I wish he would have showed, gave some real evidence. Like they were they were disappointed. There was like really nothing. He had like hiring people, like like data analysts and stuff mm-hmm. to look into it, and they were like, sorry, like there's nothing. That's I don't know. It doesn't. Again. If if the data's there, you know what can you say? Just it it becomes just opinion after that. Like you don't want to believe it, right? And it's just it's just your yeah. thought. And everybody has opinions, right? So it doesn't mean you have an opinion. It doesn't mean it's right. You know, certain things are certain yeah. things. So I don't know. Well, that's all I got, man. I think that's enough for the internet for tonight. Uh, thanks for everybody for being creepy with us, and thanks for listening. If the world doesn't end by then, we'll see you guys in two weeks. Bye, everyone.